the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Let's bless his holy name this morning, church.
bless the Lord. Come on, can we just lift our hands and bless Him? Come on, in our lowest valley. Come on, He is still God. Lord, we just bless You. Oh, we just worship. Come on, just raise your praise to Him. Come on, just go down deep and say, Father, I will bless you regardless. I will trust you regardless. And in this moment, I choose to praise you. I choose to honor you because you are worthy. You are worthy to be praised. Oh, God, we just worship you today.
in the Old Testament is Adonai. A-D-O-N-A-I. Adonai. Would you just shout that name out today? Adonai is translated as sovereign controller. Sovereign controller. How many of you have ever had a prayer shawl or seen a prayer shawl to lead whatever you may have heard it called? It's what like the Israeli people, the Jews hold up, put over their head. And some of us have those that we use for prayer. It's got the tassels on the bottom called the seat seat in the Hebrew. Anybody ever seen one? Have you ever noticed that on the brim of that thing there's like some inscription in Hebrew? Anybody ever notice that? Let me tell you what it says. It's a prayer. It says, blessed art thou. Lord our God, creator of the universe. 
Listen, what that prayer is alluding to is he is the great Adonai. There is nothing that he is not in charge of. Not one person, not one thing, and not one situation. I want you to look at somebody and say, he's in charge right now. We, as a family, and we as a faith family, we're more than a church, y'all. We are a faith family. Some of us connected by blood, some of us connected by marriage, but all of us in here connected by Christ. We are a faith family. And today we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I don't like it. I don't want to. It hurts. But you know what? In the face of things that we don't like, in the face of things that are painful to us, you know what we're gonna do? We're going to say, Lord, you are worthy. Jesus, you're holy. And even though we don't understand, Lord, we're going to rest this season. We're going to rest this situation. We're going to rest these emotions right at your feet. And God, we're going to say your kingdom come. And we're going to say your will be done because you are the great Adonai. And you see things that we cannot see. You know things that we cannot know. You're working on things that we don't even know about yet. I wonder, can somebody give me for about two more minutes, can we just worship him as the great Adonai? Mandy, sing that song again. Jesus, you're worthy. Jesus, you're holy. Come on, somebody just lift your voice and worship him. Jesus, you're sovereign. You are the Adonai. Jesus, your son. He is the body, the embodiment of the Godhead. Come on, sing that to him one more time. Lord, in the midst of the pain, our focus is on you. You are a healer. You pick up broken hearts and you put them back together again. Nothing left, nothing missing.
Come on, in your own way, just right now, let the Holy Spirit make intercession through you. Praying in the Spirit, building up yourself in your most holy faith. Hallelujah. 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 You are welcome here, Spirit of the living God. You are the one that raised Jesus again on the third day. You are. You are. You are. And I hope it's in you. you love Jesus today? How many of you love Jesus today? Come on, how many of you really love Jesus today? How many of you believe today that he is the resurrection and he is the life? Come on, how many of y'all believe just a few weeks ago we celebrated Resurrection Sunday? But how many of y'all believe he's still alive? He's still well. He is at the right hand of the Father making intercession for you and for me. I put something on social media the other day, a few days ago, and I said, my family has hope. Because a key verse that stands out to me by the Apostle Paul in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, when Paul is writing to those who've had family members that have died, he didn't want them to be confused because there was a lot of confusion and turmoil and false teaching going on. And Paul said these words. He said, we do not grieve as those who have no hope. He didn't say we don't grieve at all. He said we don't grieve like that. See, it still hurts. 
But I just want to lay something out to you here. See, a lot of people have been saying, we're sorry for your loss. And you can say, Pastor Tim, it's all semantics, but can I just throw something out to you? Tim Hodge hadn't lost a thing. My pop is not gone. I mean, he's gone from here, but I know where he's gone. If I didn't know where he was gone, then he's lost. I ain't getting no help. See, let me put it like this. How many of you have ever been with a group of friends and y'all took a trip where y'all were flying somewhere? And how many of you got on your flight itinerary and somewhere in the midst of the process, it got messed up and say there was five of you and three of y'all were able to take the first flight as planned, but the other two of you had to stay behind and wait for the next flight. Did, did, were your first three friends lost? Nope, they just went on ahead of you. I dare you today to ask the Holy Spirit to ask the Holy Spirit this, help my perspective today. We hadn't lost Pastor Blee's. He just took an early flight out. And you know what? When the rest of us get our flight out, guess who's going to be waiting at the airport for you? You know why? Because God is good like that. Amen? And I don't know about anybody else. I'm going to go ahead and be painfully honest. Now, y'all know when I say pop, I'm not being disrespectful by not calling him pastor because it's kind of like the same thing to me, okay? Pastor, pop. Uh, let me tell you something. I miss him, but I haven't lost him. I grieve, but I don't grieve like they that have no hope. Let me give you one more thing, and I'm going to hush. In heaven, the Bible says that a day is like a thousand years. Get this now. Wrap your mind around this. So for 2,000 years, we've been looking at the fact that Jesus died on a cross, rose again, and ascended back to heaven. For 2,000 years, we've been looking at that. But in God's timeline, that just happened two days ago. Why am, I, why am I saying that? Because you know what? We can look at, oh, I'm going to miss them so much. It's going to be so long. And in our mindset and our time, our essence of time, it may be that. But you know what? When we see Pop again, it might be like he just turned around and looked over his shoulder. There we were. Whoop. Hey, y'all here too already? <laughs> and Pop would crack some kind of joke about it, right? Couldn't just live without me, could you? We thank God today for the blessing that he gave us in the form of Kenneth Blees, the husband. Kenneth Blees, the father. Kenneth Blees, the father in love who treated us like we were his own flesh and blood. Kenneth Blees, the papa. Kenneth Blees, the uncle, the cousin, the brother-in-law. 
Kenneth Blee's the pastor, not only to this house, but to this entire region. I wish somebody would just thank the Lord for his memory today. So I need you to do me a favor. When you're walking around town this week and somebody sees you and they say, hey, don't you go to Northview? You say, yeah. And they say, I heard about Pastor Blees. I'm so sorry for your loss. I want you to say this. I want you to say, well, I'm on the Pastor Tim Hodge bus. We hadn't lost a thing. He just took an early flight. We hadn't lost a thing. Now, I know in, in a sense with grief, that doesn't make the pain any, a whole lot less. But I'm gonna tell you what, when me and Pop flew out of, was it Florence when we went to Romania? And my wife was full blown, nine months pregnant. Teddy was nine, Kendall was six. No, Teddy was six, Kendall was three. The little babies, man, when I walked away from my wife and my kids out of that airplane, my heart was ripping out. But I knew 10 days, I'm coming back. 10 days, I'm coming back. And I'm gonna tell you right now, folks, Pop already knows if we don't meet him there, when Jesus gives that shout, come on, we all going to the same place. Because just let me finish the story. In 1 Thessalonians chapter four, when Paul said, we don't grieve as those who have no hope, he goes on, let me give you the quick, brief Tim Hodge breakdown. He said, let me tell you what's gonna happen. He said, and I didn't get this from man, I got this straight from the mouth of the Lord himself. This is what he said. He said, there's coming a resurrection. He said, a shout from the Lord is gonna come out of the eastern sky. It's gonna sound like a trumpet, like the shout of an archangel. It's gonna shake the entire earth. He said the dead in Christ are gonna rise first and they're gonna come out of the ground and they're gonna start ascending into heaven and they're gonna meet Christ in the air. And he said, and then after they've all come up, those of us who remain will be caught up with them and be with Jesus and with our loved ones, those that have been resurrected. So let me tell you something, that hadn't happened yet. Jesus doesn't lie, so somewhere it's coming soon. The resurrection is still a fact, amen? So Father God, today, we thank you for blessing our lives with Pastor Kenneth, please. Some folk in here have been blessed for 50 plus years. My mom in love blessed marriage for almost 58 years. My wife, I won't call her age. Blessed him as a daddy, Dwayne, Michelle, and then those of us that married into the family and the grandkids. God, you blessed us with the giant in the faith. And we honor him today, and we honor you. Blessed be the name of the Lord, who was, who is, and who is to come, hallelujah. Would you put your hands together one more time as you're seated and just give the Lord a resounding praise in this room.
church said praise the Lord. Amen. Look to your neighbor and say, I love you. Look to your other neighbor and say, I got your back. Amen, amen. I tell you what, I'm thankful for our faith family here at Northview. Somebody say praise the Lord. It's not a bird, not a bird. <laughs> That's all right, bless the Lord. Amen. A couple announcements for us this morning. Um, this, this afternoon or at 3 o'clock, uh, the wake will be for Pastor Bleas as we celebrate his life again at 5 o'clock today. Uh, the family will have a private graveside service just for the family uh, after the service at 5. The spaghetti lunch fundraiser for today has been postponed. We will give you a later date for that. Also, our men's conference was postponed this week, uh, this past weekend, and we will give you a later date for that as well. At this time, we're going to take up our offering. If our ushers will go ahead and come forth. If you need a tithing envelope, just slip your hand up real quick. Uh, the ushers will gladly serve you with that. And let me say on behalf of uh, everyone here, thank you for your giving. You can't outgive God. Um, and for your tithes and your offering, I would rather have a blessed 90 than a cursed 100. God, he doesn't need our money, but it's an obedience thing. Uh, and Pastor Bleas always says obedience is always the issue. Obedience is always the issue. Amen. And our, our sound technicians have the ways to give. Push pay. Push pay is so simple to give. Um, that's how we give our tithes. Just go straight right on in there. It's easy for us. Um, and this time we're going to stand and take out the offering this morning. Our ushers will come. Look to you never saw you excited to give. Amen, amen. The Lord is good to us, has been blesses us, able to give and give to him. It says, Give and it shall be given to you. Good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, and are running over. He didn't say it'd be just enough, he said it'd be running over. How many cups are running over this morning? The Lord is still good, guys. He's good to us, he's faithful to us. And if you give, I promise you, he will give back to you. And don't give just because you're going to get something in return. Give because God loves you. And he does so many things for us. But, guys, when he give and we give in, in, in a way, just say, Lord, it's yours. I give it to you and I bless it. He will return a hundredfold, thousandfold over our life. And I'm truly a testament to that. Let's pray one for the offering this morning. Lord, we thank you today for every heart today. God, we thank you for those, uh, God, that are, have to give this morning. We thank you for the ability to give, Lord. And, Lord, we give you all the praise and all the glory for what you will do. In Jesus' name, amen. You may give it this time.
Mr. Nay, have you got me ready up there? We're going to make our confessions over our offering today because that's what Pastor taught us to do. He taught us the power of the tongue. He taught us the power of confession. And uh, y'all, I'm going to tell you right now, what he taught you here, he practiced at home because in their, uh, what's that little room? Was that the den in the front where the stereo was where Pop had his little chair and he stacked his Bibles and his books and his papers in his lap. And there were times if we were home, I'd get up and I'd go in there to see if he was up and he'd already be in there in the dimly lit room and he'd be sitting there with a paper and he'd have his eyes shut. He wouldn't even know I was looking in the door, doorway at him. And he'd be whispering his confessions because he believed it. I'm gonna say that again. He believed it. All right. So Mr. Nave, we got our, can we get our confessions up? There we go. Now, I, I said a few weeks ago, I started to take this one off, and every time I go to think I'm gonna take it off, somebody comes up with a testimony of a promotion, a raise, or something. Today, I got another one. Somebody got a promotion and a raise. So I'm just going to say hallelujah, praise the Lord, amen. So let's make, let's make this confession over the offering today. As we receive today's offering, we are believing in the Lord for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritances, interests and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, debts paid off, expenses decrease, and blessings in. Mm, come on now. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all of my needs to give. Amen. So that's from Pastor Bill Johnson at Bethel Church in Redding, California. Now, here's one that is just as powerful from Pastor Kenneth Blees at Northview Harvest Ministries in rural Laurenburg, North Carolina. While you're standing, Mr. First Sergeant, Danny White, would you call us to attention? Ready. We are sword drawn, word ready, purpose filled. We will not be denied, and in Jesus' name, we will do everything, not somehow. Give the Lord a praise if you would. High five two people on either side of you. Tell them God is good all the time and you can be seated. Thank you, gentlemen. We're good. 
There's a lot of people in here. Mr. Kenny Dunn, are you in, in the building? Kenny Dunn, are you in the building? Am I missing a hand? I want to make sure. Okay, Ms. Renee, can you cue up the video from Pastor Archie Callahan? We're going to get that video ready there. And I have with me Fresh. Anybody know this cracker? This is my brother. I'm, I'm just teasing. This, this is a true brother. Pastor, I call him the five-fold package. He's like apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. He does it all. And the Lord uses him in all of those things. But uh, Pastor Evangelist Chris Owensby from Grenada, Mississippi, or wherever he hailed from to get here, but uh, he's been a friend of this ministry for a long, long time. He's been a personal friend of mine for a long, long time. His wife and Kim were friends as teenagers. And so he's, he's just, he's kept up with me. He loved Pop, loves Mom, and he wanted to come here and just show his respect. So he flew into Charlotte, drove in this morning. So uh, we're gonna let Pastor Chris just address y'all for a moment after this video from Pastor Archie Callahan, who is a son of this house and a spiritual son to Pastor and Miss Blee. So if we got that ready, go ahead, Renee. Today we gather to celebrate the life and legacy of Pastor Kenneth Blees. To Miss Blees, Kim, Michelle, Dwayne, Pastor Tim Hodge, the entire family, and the Northview Harvest family, Tangie and I want to just bring our condolences. When I got the word Tuesday that Pastor Blees passed, uh, my heart was saddened. I wept, been weeping all week because I understand a legacy, I understand spiritual fatherhood, and that uh, I would not be standing here today without him and Miss Bleas. They shepherded us in a unique way over the last 45 years. We are forever grateful for his kindness and love, for his uh, wisecrack jokes, for his ability for over 50 years at Northview Harvest Ministries to plow on, plow on plow on. From Bridge Church, myself, and Tangi, we just bring our condolences and say we love you and we love the Belises. And we just believe that he stepped off the scene but his legacy continues through Pastor Tim Hodge and Kim. We just believe the best is not behind you. The best is right in front of you and the best is yet to come. Though we grieve here, our grieving will give way to fond memories because we do not grieve like the world. We grieve with hope. Again, I just want to say a special thanks to Miss Bleece and my pastors, Kenneth and Joyce Bleece, for all their love and encouragement throughout the years. We grieve with you today, but we have hope. One day we'll see him again, and he is in heaven. How I many you know he's in our past, he's in our present because he's part of the great cloud of witnesses, but he's in our future also. And one day we will meet him again. Church, family, plow on. Tangie and I love you. Bridge Church loves you. God bless. We, we give thanks and, and honor to Pastor Archie and his mother 
Miss Jean Callahan, who we love, uh, and his entire family. And he, he I couldn't have forgot to mention this uh, because y'all know Pop had this sense of humor, right? So I wish I had a dollar for every time he told the story of the first Sunday night that Miss Callahan came in with all her kids, like little ducks in a row. He said they filled up a whole pew. He said our church almost doubled in one service. <laughs> Y'all show Pastor Chris Owens be my good brother and friend. Y'all show him some love today, would you? Come on, everybody. Give it to Jesus today. Let's give him all the honor. Bring greetings to you today from Mississippi. Um, Northview Kingdom family, it's a very special place. It's hard to believe that it's probably about 30 years ago, maybe a little longer, I'm not quite sure, since I first had the opportunity to preach in this great church at a different location. I want to give honor today to all of you because uh, I'm looking at a room with a lot of disciples in it. You know, having spent so many years as an evangelist and really a unique journey. All of our journeys are unique, but mine have been pretty unique. And I've had the privilege of being in many different types of ministries, many different denominations and non-denominations. And thank God for all the relationships I have. But this place is a standout because of not only converts being one, but disciples being made. And I, I come not only in honor of Pastor Blee's because he's a general of the faith. That's the truth. I, I changed my schedule to be here because of this is a, a general that God blessed you with. Very true. Um, but my wife, Regina, and my mother-in-law, Donna, both of them so greatly influenced by your family and your ministry and they send their love and it was circumstances beyond their control so I I'm the, I'm the gopher boy I'm the one they send out because they think I'm they think I'm some kind of android machine that doesn't require a whole lot of sleep my son said daddy you never sleep I said I guess I'll sleep when I get to heaven or something I don't know. but I, I I do I want to give honor for the impact that brother Blees and sister Blees and this entire family and church made on my wife as a little girl. She didn't come to Jesus at that point, but the seeds of love and life were put in her. And you are a part of the radical transformation that, that God gave her who would become my wife, so it's very special to me. And uh, she tells me of so many things about this place, how that the ministry would pick her up on its church bus and bring her to church and how that when their house burned down as a little girl that some of the very first people that were there were Kenneth and Joyce please and so they were wrapping their arms around us and caring for us and already getting together a plan to help us just do what you do when something like that happens and there's so many things that could be said but Brother Belize marked my life by his love, his commitment, his character I love that phrase, don't preach for a response, preach for change. And I know, I know it's hard to believe. Everybody reach up over your right shoulder, please. Take your seat belt, slide it across your waist. <laughs> Click it or tick it. It's hard to believe that somebody looks 28 is actually 58. I didn't want y'all falling out your chair. 
But more than ever before, now I realize just how true that really is. Because you want people to be excited. You want people to be amped and pumped up. If you're not excited about something, you're not going to do it. However, what we really want is change. And I believe Brother Blee's model before us. See the change you can be. Choose to change in Christ. Be the change and give place to greater change. I truly believe now Bishop Hodge and Kim, First Lady Kim, that God's hand is on your life in such a huge way and that what has been sown and done is about to take fresh winds of the morning and go to the greatest heights it's ever been before because that's what heritage and that's what legacy and that's what God designed this thing to do. And if you believe you're part of something greater than yourself because you're part of the kingdom, would you give God one more big hand clap? And we God bless you, Brother Belize. We'll see you soon. I love you all. Thank you so much. The Lord is good, is he not? Yes. Hallelujah. Whew, Lord, have mercy. All right, can we get my slide back up, Miss, Miss Renee? And I'm gonna do something, I'm going completely off the chain right now, all right? Completely off, go figure that, right? I want all of our in-house pastors, our pastors, pastoral staff, I want all of our elders and your spouses, if you would. This is, this is please, if you would. Uh, all of our pastors, all of our elders and your spouses, if you would, if you can, I want you to come sit on the stage, just on the edge, just kind of sit there on the stage, if you're able, if you're able, if you're able. And all of our staff, if you would, department heads, just come on, find a gap, sit on it. I know y'all wonder what in the world. That's all right, just hang out with me for a minute, okay? I got, I got room right here. And the front. You'll be pretty on the front, Linda. Ronald, you'll be pretty on the front too. This is our hashtag for this message today. Hashtag please. So if you wanna help promote this on social media, go ahead, pull up the video on Facebook and hit it up, share it and put hashtag please. And then you can put the location for uh, Northview Harvest Ministries. And we're gonna talk for just a minute about Pastor Blees. I think these pictures depict him. Of course, that first one on the top left, him and mom, because we know how much he loved mom. Then the rest of them, I, I chose these just because he's got that smile on his face, because you know what? Kenneth Blees had joy. 
He didn't just have happiness. He had true from the depth of his soul by the spirit of Christ, he had joy. I don't know where this bottom left one was, but it was cute with his little hat and plaid shirt. And the middle one was at my daughter's wedding. And I don't remember when it was actually taken, but I remember at that shortly before, he had been out there dancing with Kendall and Jason. And so he was a happy papa. That's why he's got that big old goofy grin on his face. And then of course, in June, almost two years ago, coming in that back door, with this plow. <clears throat> As we were coming in, <clears throat> let me tell y'all something. If we never told y'all, um, I forgot when it was that Sunday night that we did pop, I don't know, we called it the reveal. Y'all remember when, when, I think y'all had new members that night and, and in the process, I think Michelle, had you made the video of pop at home because he wasn't able to be here? And so he pretty much said, you know, that I'm about to introduce to you the successors and the next pastors of Northview Harvest Ministries. We didn't know how all this was going down. We were standing back there in the back told not to come out until we were told to. So uh, it was like when, when we opened the door to walk out though, it's like everybody in here was frozen and not breathing. Pop thought that was the funniest thing. Did he not, y'all? He made reference quite often about how he got y'all. <laughs> he thoroughly enjoyed that. I got him, I got him, that video. He just thought that was, he laughed all night when we got back to the parsonage. He laughed about that thing. Uh, but folks, let me tell you something. <clears throat> when we came here, when Kim and I came here, I had a few priorities on my hit list and I can guarantee you, the first one was, of course, to honor God. And to just come in here, not change anything, not be the big hot snot, big know-it-all from the city, but just come in here and get to love on people. Get to know you, you get to know me. But I can tell you what, my next priority was to give honor to Pastor Kenneth Blease and his wife, not because they are my in-laws. They were my pastors before they were my in-laws, but to give honor to them because they were due and worthy of that honor because of their faithful sacrifice of almost 53 years, not just to this church, but to this entire city. Would you agree with that? Would you give them some honor right now? In the book of Ezra, chapter three, there's a story. The children of Israel have been sent back to Jerusalem, uh, those that have come out of captivity for 70 years, and the first thing God told them was to rebuild the temple. So they go in and they clear it out, and uh, it's been over 70 years since the Babylonians had decimated everything, so they're cleaning out rubble and they're trying to make space to build this temple, so they put the foundation down. Everybody say they put the foundation down. 
Now y'all understand, if you're gonna build a building of any significance, if you're gonna build it and it's gonna be a big building, a heavy building, it's gotta have a good foundation. Look at two people say, it's gotta have a good foundation. <laughs> say this to yourself, it's gotta have a good foundation. So in Ezra chapter three, these people lay that foundation and they're getting ready to finish the rest of the buildings. But when they lay that foundation down, the Bible says they were so excited and they shouted so loud in the city of Jerusalem that the ground actually shook. You wanna see something funny? Pastor Chris Owensby is an Alabama fan. Y'all remember back when the South Carolina Gamecocks beat Alabama in Williams-Brice Stadium? It was a long time. But I can tell you what, I've been in Williams-Brice Stadium before with 65,000 people cheering and hollering, and I've been at the top of those big old concrete seats, and you could feel that thing swaying and just vibrating like that, and these people by the tens of thousands are shouting to God because they have laid this foundation, they're getting ready to do the next level of work and rebuilding, and guess what? The very next passage, chapter four, verse one says, now then the adversaries. Look at somebody say, the devil's just not gonna let you run roughshod. He's gonna throw everything he can to stop what God is trying to do. Now I'm gonna ask you a question today, Northview Harvest Ministries, and if you're here visiting, I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you believe that God has a plan for your life? Then I'm gonna ask you a question. Are you more resolute to fulfill said plan than you are, than your devil is, than the adversary is to stop you from fulfilling said plan? Let me back that up and ask it again. Are you resolute to fulfill that plan of God upon your life or is your adversary more resolute to stop you from fulfilling that plan? Because all of chapter four in the book of Ezra is all about what the adversary kept doing and kept doing and kept doing and kept doing and kept doing. And look at the very last verse of chapter four, verse 24. Thus the work of the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. Somebody say it loud. What did it do? It ceased because the adversary's resolution was greater than the people of Israel. It stopped and it discontinued until the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. And then in chapter five, verse one says, then the prophet Haggai. Now hold on just a minute. Everybody look, see that between that little gap between chapter, five, chapter four, verse 24 and chapter five, verse one, see that little tiny gap? It doesn't say much in that gap, but that's 25 years. Y'all hear what I'm telling you? For 25 years, the blocks of the foundation lay there and nobody touched them again. Nobody went by there and cut the grass. Nobody went by there and pulled the weeds. How many of y'all, Tommy, you cut a little bit of grass in your lifetime for us, hadn't you, brother? And I appreciate it. You and Miss Sarah always did a great job. But if you didn't touch this grass out here for 25 years, what would it look like? It would be crazy. So can I go on record to tell you today that in 25 years, people walked out there 
and you couldn't even see that foundation anymore. What people were one day in times past had been shouting about, now everybody's forgotten about, and the enemy has defeated them over. But then the prophets, Haggai, and the prophet Zechariah, they stepped up to the plate and they started preaching the word of God. Somebody shout the word of God. Guess what? You can see in this passage right here, it's verse two. So Zerubbabel, the son of Sheotil, and Jeshua, the son of Jozadak, rose up and began to build the house of God, which is in Jerusalem, and the prophets of God were with them, helping them. Y'all see these bricks we got in here? Pastor Michael, can you, uh, can you pull them over and let's like kind of line five of them up just right, right here. Yep, just line them up right there. Right there, yeah, let's just line them straight up. Because you know what, people? Let me tell you. Kenneth Blees wasn't in here trying to build a reputation. I wish somebody would help me for a minute. I'm gonna say it again. Kenneth Blees didn't come to Larnberg to build a reputation. Come on, somebody. He didn't come here to build fame nor fortune. But you know what he did? He came up in here and he started laying a foundation. He started doing some teaching. I'm gonna tell you what, see, I came in 1982, and when I got saved in 1984, yeah, they had to work on me a while. <laughs> and I'm still a work in progress, but I'm gonna tell you what, one of the things that, that the Lord led Pop and Mom into was to go into a more contemporary style of worship. And you may think that's no big deal, folks, but back in the 80s, you might as well have declared war on everything in the region because you know what? They were talked about, they were put down, they were lied on, they were gossiped. No, I ain't getting no help up here. I'm gonna talk about it though. But you know what? With everything they did. Then if y'all remember the old church back there, Pastor Carlos painted a smiley face on it. That big old satellite dish. Oh my God, those people done put a satellite dish in the house of the Lord. And what they didn't realize is Pastor Blees was, they were popping in Kenneth Copeland and they were popping in other men of faith, Kenneth Hagen and, uh, and I can't even think of the names of all of them, Kenneth Copeland and all these things. Now me, I knew nothing about that word of faith stuff. I didn't know about, about that. I just grew up in a traditional church. But when I got saved, that's what I cut my teeth on. So you know what? I thank God for that. But everything Pop did, he was laying a foundation, y'all. Come on, somebody, he's laying a foundation. Now, as far as I'm concerned right now, on April the 30th, 2023, you know what? We can be like the enemy. We, we can be like, excuse me, the children of Israel were in Jerusalem when the enemy came in and said, no more building for y'all. Here comes adversity, here comes oppression, and in a whole chapter, they endured stuff until they stopped. But can I get a witness from y'all out there? And can I get a witness from the spiritual leaders of this house? We're not gonna stop. I am not gonna say it. We are not gonna stop. Can I say it one more time? We're not gonna stop. Can I get somebody to stand to your feet and just put your hands together and say by the grace of God, we are not going to stop. We will build upon this foundation. No weeds are gonna have time to grow over this foundation. So Pastor Michael, how about just grabbing a brick and let's just start sticking these next five. Come on, if you can, let's just start sticking them up there because as it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit. You know what? 
We are doing it. Not one man doing it. All of us are doing it. Let's grab a brick. If you can slide it, if you can throw it, but we're building this thing. We are going to build upon Pastor Blaze's foundation that he laid. The greatest honor we can do for Pastor Kenneth Blaze is not to take up a big offering and give it to the family. That would be great. The best thing we can do is not build a building and put his name on it. That'll be great. The best thing we can do to honor Pastor Kenneth Blaze is to say, Pop, by the grace of God Almighty, we will continue to build on the foundation you laid. foundation we are building on is the foundation laid by Pastor Blees. This is his legacy and the heritage that he leaves to us. This foundation has not seen its last brick. Ah, we will build this ministry, proclaim this gospel, and expand the kingdom of God in this entire region with the Lord himself helping us and showing himself strong in our behalf. Years ago, Pastor Blees gave us this mission and our mission, that should be mission statement is, we are focused on the Lord, on our Lord Jesus Christ and his harvest through worshiping, witnessing, warring, that is intercessory prayer and working. So Pastor Blees, we're gonna put our hands to the plow. We're gonna put our hands to the plow and we're gonna finish plowing and we're gonna finish sowing and reaping your field of dreams. We will give you honor in doing this. Now here's one of the reasons I called everybody up here. Pastor Michael, you a young fella, so come on over here. I want you to pick this plow up because I know you held one of them before. Don't, don't tell me that Nene and your granddaddy didn't make you do it. All right? Here's what we're going to do. Take it down over there. And here's what we're going to do. It's not just Pastor Blee's plowing. It's not just Tim Hodge plowing. We plowing together. Can I get a witness? We plowing together. So what I want, I need, I, need, I, need, I need somebody down here. Pastor Michael, you got it, you might as well start. I want you to plow straight on down here and hand it off to somebody else and I want y'all to push the plow back, back down here. So come on, y'all. And when they get back down here, I want somebody to take the plow and plow it on back down. Somebody say, we gonna keep plowing. I wish somebody would help me today when Pastor said, plow on, plow on, plow on. When it's good, plow on. When it's bad, plow on. When you feel fine, plow on. When you're hurting, plow on. When you've got plenty, plow on. When you've got lack, plow on. Plow on, plow on, plow on. Pastor, we're plowing. Pastor, we're still plowing for the glory of God. We're gonna expand the gospel. We're gonna see your kingdom flourish in and through North through Harvest Ministries. We are plowing on. We are plowing on. We will plow on. 
will give us wisdom, grace, favor, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I declare to you, Northview Harvest Ministries, I covenant with you today, as long as breath is in my body, we will pursue every prophecy, every God-inspired design for Northview Harvest Ministries. We will become the regional powerhouse of God that he has called us to be for the glory of God. We will plow on, plow on, plow on. Somebody just praise the Lord while we're plowing up here. We're gonna keep plowing. We're gonna keep building on that foundation and we're gonna keep plowing. Listen, the scripture tells us. We, the scripture tells us and I think, I think Pastor, uh, <laughs> Pastor Chris just mentioned it a minute ago, that, or Pastor Archie did, that pastors become part of that great cloud of witnesses. Folks, he's cheering us on. Do you hear what I'm telling you? He's cheering us on. So as he is watching from heaven, let us plow on, plow on, plow on, and let's see this thing. I'm gonna tell you right now, thank God for what he's done in the past, but I believe what he's getting ready to do in the future is going to just make, make our minds be blown because the foundation is an amazing thing, but it's the glory and the beauty of the house upon the foundation, and that's what God is building through us right now. Somebody give the Lord a praise up in here. Let me hear somebody say, this is Northview Harvest Ministries. Let me say it again, this is Northview Harvest Ministries. This isn't Northview Bank, we're not here for your money. This isn't Northview fancy pants, we're not here to put on a show. But we are Northview Harvest Ministries. And I am praying that we will be God's end time, combine, bringing in a major harvest. Oh, come on, y'all, we out here in the country. Y'all seen those fields out there and you seen those big old combines going through there and just getting the harvest. It's a lot more than just one person going through there with a sickle and cutting up wheat. Oh, come on somebody, Brother Rick, but when that combine's out there, it's getting the harvest in a hurry. And I'm telling you, somebody better help me. We are living in the last days. We are living in the last days. The Lord is coming soon. You better be ready. And we are going into combine mode to get this harvest prepared. We are Northview Harvest Ministries. Come on, somebody, praise the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. We were given benefits and privileges 
by having Pastor Kenneth Blees in our lives that most churches never dream of. And folks, let us not take it for granted, but let us pursue the will of God for this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to build. We're going to build. We're going to continue building. We're going to continue expanding. Those of you from Marlboro County, make some noise. Anson County, I saw you represented today. Make some noise, Anson. Richmond County. Ma I already got Marlboro. Anybody from Robco? Moore County. Hoke County. You know what that is, folks? Those are the surrounding counties. Listen to me. This is a rural area. People don't drive for stuff like that in rural areas unless it's something very much alive. And can I tell you this right now? Can I get a witness that Northview Harvest Ministries is a church on fire? <laughs> to God be the glory. To God be the glory. I've had all these folks up here today. Thank y'all. Because you know what? I can't plow this. This is too big for me. As, as accomplished at administration and leadership as my wife and my mother-in-law are, they can't even help me plow this. Not in fulfill it. This is bigger than us. This has been just the foundation. Let's see how big and how grand God will do it. To him be glory, honor, and praise. Amen. You can be seated. And uh, wow. It's 12.02. Pastor Michael, you can come on up here with me. I'm going to let you dismiss. How many of y'all been blessed today in this service? How many of y'all have been blessed in your life by the presence and influence of Pastor Kenneth Blees? Today, from three to five, we're gonna have the visitation is going to be in here. Papa's gonna be laying, lying in state in here. We are not gonna be opening the casket. We, we are going to be in here, the family, for the visitation. The service is at five. Now we are working uh, on having overflow in the fellowship hall and the children's church room. And uh, some folks took what I put on Facebook out of context or quoted me out of context or somebody, you know how stuff gets missing in translation by the time you pass it around to 10 people. So somebody was saying I was making the Northview people go into the overflow. Y'all better stop. Don't misquote me because my nerves are raw already. Don't make me show up to your dough. Y'all know I love you, right? 
I am from McCall though. But here's the deal. Here's, I said all that semi-joking. Here's the deal, all right? Here's the deal. If you will, we've had the opportunity as a faith family today to be in this room to honor Pop's memory, legacy, and heritage. And we are so grateful. We love y'all. And we are grateful to the love that you have shown us. <clears throat> okay? But y'all know Pop, his influence was far reaching. And there's gonna be a whole lot of people coming in here today and gonna to be here for this funeral. We're gonna be live streaming, yes. Uh, but if you would, if as I wrote on Facebook, if you would volunteer, we would be greatly appreciative if you would go into one of the overflow rooms and leave the sanctuary seating for the folks that are driving in from out of town. We had pop week in and week out. Some folks were just influenced by him once or twice a year or in a once a lifetime. And they're coming to pay respects and we want to make room for them. Uh, I got one uh, message from one person said, thank you, Pastor Tim, for posting that because I'm coming in and, and uh, she just had knee surgery. So she needs to kind of get where she can get and get situated. So uh, please, if you would, if you don't want to, that's fine. We understand if you want to be in the room in this sanctuary during the funeral, that is totally understood, okay? So uh, whatever is in your heart to do, you feel free to do it. No condemnation, but uh, those that will volunteer, we thank you for serving others and just freeing up that capacity there, okay? Y'all know I love you, right? I got your back, right? I jump in a foxhole with you, right? Amen. <clears throat> Pastor Michael's going to come and he's going to dismiss y'all, but uh, just let me say this. When I first came here, several people, well, probably several times a week, people would say, you'll never be a Kenneth Blease. That's the truth. Because probably on my best day, I could only be half the man Kenneth Lee was. I often said on the outside, I was a whole lot bigger than he was. But on the inside, he was a whole lot bigger than I was. So uh, if you will help me continue doing what was in his heart to do, I won't try to be a Kenneth please, but I promise you this, I'll be the best dog on Tim Hodge you ever had. You can remain standing. Um, have you enjoyed the Lord today? Amen. Guys, the Lord is good. He is good to us. Um, today we will celebrate a, a general in the faith, as Pastor Owensby said. Uh, many of us can go on and on. We can spend here days and days the, the impact that Pastor Blease um, had on all of us, whether it be Mary. He married most of us in here, baby dedications. And the list goes on and on. He was with us in the good times. He was with us in the bad times. 
Amen. And we, we appreciate the legacy that he is going to continue to, to leave here on. We're building the foundation, guys. We're, we, and Pastor Blees has built the foundation, and we're going to build the rest of the house because what God is doing here in Northview, that new wine is still flowing, guys. That new wine. And we are going to see the best is yet to come. We're looking forward to what God will continue to do in this house. Amen. Let's pray today. Father, we bless you today. We give you all praise. God, we give you all glory and all honor today because it is due to you. God, we are grateful for the years that you have gave us, Pastor Blease. God, we're thankful for the impact that he has made on all of us, not only here in the local church, God, but again in this region, God, and in countries abroad. God, we thank you, God, for what you have done for us today. God, we thank you, Lord, that you are still worthy, God, that you will always be with us through the good times and the bad times, God. And, Lord, we bless you today, and, God, we know that you will never leave us nor forsake us, God. We thank you for all those that have been here today and all those that have joined us online. God, we pray that you would bless us and keep us as we go upon our separate ways, and we'll give you all praise. In Jesus' name, and everybody said? Amen. Amen. We love you guys.